surviving. Chapter 1. If you thought the wedding was bad. Next to hot chicken soup, a tattoo of an anchor on your chest, and penicillin, I consider a honeymoon one of the most overrated events in the world. It's one of those awkward times when you know everyone else had a better time than you did, but you're too proud to admit it. A honeymoon hall of fame is being established at a resort hotel in the Poconos. According to publicity, a heart-shaped alcove will feature photos, mementos, and memorabilia of famed loving couples of history and fiction. To date, they have included a recording of the Duke of Windsor's history-making declaration of love, in which he renounced the British throne, early cartoons of Blondie and Dagwood, and film clips of Elizabeth Taylor's weddings. It boggles the mind to imagine how they're going to determine who will enter the Honeymoon Hall of Fame and for what reasons. But here are a few nominations. Ruth and Walter, who enjoyed the shortest honeymoon in history. Ruth shot Walter in the leg at the reception for fooling around with the maid of honor. Sue and Ted for the most unique honeymoon in history. While Sue swam, danced, played tennis, and shopped, Ted ice-fished, skied, played cards, and drank with the boys. While separate honeymoons don't work for everyone, it worked for Sue and Ted. Laura and Stuart, the couple who were the greatest sports on their honeymoon. Right after the wedding, Laura discovered Stuart was out on bail for armed robbery, was coming down with three-day measles, was already married, had a son who set fires, and had taken out $75,000 worth of life insurance on her at the reception. But what the heck? As Laura explained... Honeymoons are always a time of adjustment. There are a lot of theories as to why marriages aren't lasting these days. The original premise was so simple. All you had to do was promise to love and to cherish from this day forward, for better or for worse. And you asked yourself, how bad could it get? Bad never reaches it to the big stuff. It's always the little things that do a marriage in. For example... A woman can walk through the Louvre Museum in Paris and see 5,000 breathtaking paintings on the wall. A man can walk through the Louvre Museum in Paris and see 5,000 nails in the wall. That is the inherent difference. I don't know what there is about a nail in the wall that makes strong, virile men cry. The first time I was aware of this phenomenon was a week after my husband and I were married. I passed him in the kitchen one day while carrying a small nail and hammer. Where are you going with that hammer and nail? he asked, beginning to pale. I'm going to hang up a towel rack, I said. He could not have looked more shocked if I had said I was going to drive a wooden peg into the heart of a vampire. Do you have to drive that spike into the wall to do it? No, I said, resting on the sink. I could prop the towel rack up in a corner on the floor. I could hang it around my waist from a rope, or I could do away with it altogether and keep a furry dog around the sink to dry my hands on. What is there about women that they cannot stand to see a smooth, bare wall? He grumbled. And what is there about men that they can't stand to have the necessities of life hung from a wall? What necessities? He asked. Certainly you don't need that mirror in the hallway. You said that about the light switches. His eyes narrowed, and I had the feeling he was going to zap me with his big point. Do you realize, he asked slowly, 
that there is not one single wall in this house where we can show a home movie. Radio City Music Hall has only one, I retorted. And so the nail versus the bare wall has gone on for years at our house. He wouldn't hang a calendar over my desk because in 12 months the nail would become obsolete. He wouldn't hang the children's baby pictures because in two years they'd grow teeth and no one would recognize them. He wouldn't let me put a hook in the bathroom so I wouldn't have to hold my robe while I showered. He wouldn't let me hang a kitchen clock anywhere but on a wall stud, which happened to be located behind the refrigerator. Sometimes you have to wait for revenge. Yesterday, he reported he ran over a nail with his car. There's an object lesson here, but I wouldn't insult anyone's intelligence by explaining it. To love and to cherish from this day's snoreward. Forward. Why doesn't anyone...